Welcome to Speech Therapy with Neil and Zach. On today's episode, we are going to do our very best not to say like 4,000 times. This is going to be a fucking challenge, it's dude. It's difficult. So, when I was in school for radio, what we literally had to do, as per my professor, who was uh, for the radio lab, he was actually on the morning show, um, something Rick and Marilyn. Roger, Roger Rick and Marilyn? Yeah, so he's Rick. And oh, hi, Rick. Yeah, super cool guy. So he would listen to all of our on-air bits, and he'd be like, okay, you know what, like, damn it. He'd be like, damn it. <laughs> he would say? He would say, hey, you need to work on your ums, your likes, your as, those words. And his homework for us wasn't to do actual work. He would send us home to read the newspaper out loud. And he would test us the following day to see if we actually read the newspaper out loud. And actually reading out loud improves the way that you string sentences together. Yeah. Actually, yeah, we had um when I was in college for comedy. Ooh, wow. We had uh, a teacher that said the same the similar same thing. He's like um mm, it is see, hard. It's hard. Uh, but he's you have to stop saying the likes and the ums especially when you're doing like improv and stuff like, like that. Okay. That's okay. This is <laughs> this is super hard. But um, one of them was should we get, sh- when you should we talk, get a counter going? We I'll, should. I'll I'll edit in a sound effect every time it happens. Good. Oh, we're gonna be here a while. Ding. Um, <laughs> but we would do. We did a reading out loud session, like in front of everybody. Because yeah. a part of it was they wanted us to do. Um, they wanted to see if you could read. Read, but also <laughs> also be you know good at it. You know, see right. how you, where you're at, and, and yeah. so everybody would get up and you go, oh well, this this, and he'd be like. Oh, oh. it was it was difficult. <laughs> it still is difficult to so this day. That actually like, damn it! That actually brings me full circle to something that I wanted to talk about. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> um, advice. When when people give advice, I find that a lot of the time when somebody presents a problem or a situation that they want advice on. The go-to response is generally, hey, if I was in your position or, you know, uh, you know what you should do rather than taking an objective stance on it. People always default to, to, (sighs) it's so hard. It is really hard. People always default to this kind of standpoint where they want to give you advice based on oh yeah this happened to me i know exactly how you feel no you don't so you have no fucking idea oh rebecca cheated on you also tim oh good good (laughs) that's awesome i didn't know we were both in the same boat no feel i don't know what i'm going through you never know how anybody feels no what you could say is when i was in a similar situation this is how i felt even still if i'm sitting there opening up to you i don't give a fuck about when you were in that situation no that's the thing 
Also, when are you when you ask when you show stuff or you tell somebody about something? Yeah. When are you asking for advice slash criticism? Mm -hmm. And when are you just like, oh, you want to take a listen to this? And being like, oh, that was twice. And being <laughs> and just trying to get somebody just when do you just want compliments? Hey, well, give me your advice. But I only want your advice to be positive. Um, Dude, this is phenomenal. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, and that's that's, no, a, no. that's also like damn it. That's also a thing where where humans have issues I find is because people are very critical by nature, especially like nowadays when somebody shows you something, whether it's music or art <laughs> or just anything I, like poetry, yeah. fucking hey, I took this awesome picture. Hey, I did this at work. Like uh, when are you looking for gratification rather than advice? Yeah. Well, yeah. th that's just it. And at the end of the day, if someone's sharing something with you, maybe the idea isn't for you to sit there and rip it to shreds. Maybe they don't want to tell you how no. it could be better because they're proud of it. Maybe they just want you maybe they just want you to listen. Actively listen. Yeah. And I, I I was in a similar situation this weekend with one of my friends who's an incredible music artist and we sat down and they decided to share something with me and my first instinct was to be like, What about this part? Or, you know, th this part sounded weird. And they literally turned it off and they're like, dude, I didn't ask you to fucking critique it. Yeah, because some people, some people it's, be it's, like, it's his hey, craft. hey, dude, like, I just want you to enjoy, like, just sit here and enjoy this with me. I'm proud of it. You know, exactly. I get that. I get that. And that's, and that's, but that also puts you in a tough situation. Because what if you were to sit there with him and go, hey, it was great. He's like, no notes, no nothing. And now you have to sit there and go, oh, uh. Let's listen again, and I'll rip it, it to shreds again. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, no, no. But regardless, I think, uh, yeah, you you basically got to be very clear on what your intention it's is with some sharing pussies. <laughs> well, if you're gonna share something with anyone, anyone doesn't matter what the fuck it is, you got to be prepared for them to perceive it differently than you, because it all comes down yeah. to how people fucking listen, essentially. And that loops back to the advice thing. So if people are asking you for your opinion on something, that's different for them asking for advice. Yeah. Or or get paid a bunch of money to go on Oprah and talk about it. That also works. <laughs> Dr. Phil. My favorite episode of Dr. Phil is the one where the guy from Bum Fights goes on and he dresses up as Dr. Oh. Phil. <laughs> what a move. And no, and, and he's sitting there in front of Dr. Phil and Dr. Phil's like, I don't want you on my show. Get out of here. I'm, I don't want to talk and to all, you. And the crowd of all all of those stay-at-home yes. moms, stay-at-home moms are like, yes, Dr. Phil. You're like, we don't waste our yes. time with that kind of trash. Yes, bring in the girl who's who's trying to get raped by her mom or something. Bring that one oh in. Oh, my God. Bring one of those in. Who's the girl that wants to fight us outside? Catch bring me. her catch, back in. Catch me there. Bring her back in. I want to catch her there. I want to talk there. to her. I want to catch her outside. Now catch her outside. How about that? Catch her outside like an ATM. That's what I'm gonna do, <laughs> dude. Did you oh. see? Uh, actually, you brought this up to me. Did I? Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let up. I'm gonna let you go on a tangent about it right now. Okay. Did you see uh, the new Lola Bunny? Oh, dude! <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> Listen, when Lola Bunny first came out, every she was I, hot. That was in what year did that Space, Space Jam come dude. out? Ninety-five, I think. Right, the year I was. I think born. it was the yeah, yeah. It was ninety-five or ninety-three. So the first something like that. So the first time I saw it. Her. Her. That's them? everybody's first crush. Lola fucking bunny. Because you see it and you're like, when she goes, don't ever call me doll, I'm like, I'll fucking call you whatever you want. <laughs> you just tell me what to do. I didn't even understand what so, that meant. but <laughs> So then, you know, and for years, 
you know, whether your Pornhub history shows, you know, and like that's how you get flagged shit. by the FBI. Oh yeah, hundred percent. But you're searching for you know, bunny been, shit but online. We've been waiting. Guys, our generation has been waiting <laughs> to jerk off the new Lola Bunny. Well, look, what they- as soon as we listen, as soon as everyone heard that LeBron James was coming out with Space Jam Two, everybody and they're like, oh yeah, the entire Looney Tunes brand is going to be there. Every single one of us went oh, boner. Got a new Lola Bunny. Oh, it's a new Lola Bunny. Then, but would it be new? Past, yeah. Like why? Why? Why do they have to reinvent her? I don't know. But we were all excited about it. Yes. So, <laughs> we just being you, but go on. Pictures come out. Of like the oh like this is like a little sneak peek of like from the movie. I'm looking this up. You keep going. And then we get to a picture of Lola Bunny. She's got on, you know, a baggy shirt. No, you know, no, no skin tight crop top, short shorts, nothing. They've essentially made Lola Bunny Billie Eilish. Yes, yes. And I understand the level of, you know, you know you don't want to sexualize her. And I understand that. Dude, I get sex that. sells. Come on. But sex sells. And we have been waiting. <laughs> you have lost more than, got to be more than half of the viewership. Because we were all like, oh. But I can't even jerk off to What do you think? I'm going to watch this for the basketball? <laughs> I don't care. Like, oh, LeBron so, just The soundtrack like, was uh, great on the original it was. movie. It's like one of the best ever. I believe I can fly. But I, I'm so upset. And I feel like most people are. Am I going to see the movie? Probably. But make Lola, Lola Bunny, Bunny hot, hot again. <laughs> start a fix movement. It. If we can fix the Sonic movie, we can fix the new Looney <laughs> oh Tunes my movie. God. Make her hot again. I remember that giant fucking thing that was going on because his eyes were not Sonic Too eyes. Small. Yeah. <laughs> they were just like, no, but he, he doesn't look like... A, he looks like a real hedgehog, so not like Sonic the Hedgehog. Real, they had to restart. They, and they did. And they, they, they did threw it. millions of dollars. Absolutely. At, for like, that movie to make forty three bucks, but <laughs> if if we can change Sonic the Hedgehog, I firmly I believe this in my we core. We damn well can change, we can Lola, change Bunny. Lola Bunny. And like, did you ever see Roger Rabbit, the movie Roger? Oh, Rabbit? dude, Jessica Rabbit. Yeah, Jessica oh, Rabbit. So again, thank you. That, another. What is it with them sexualizing rabbits? But anyways, literally. Well, she wasn't a rabbit. It's just her name. Well, well, she was married to a rabbit. Okay, you know what? You go on. I'm I'm I've answered my own question. Okay, <laughs> but I'm telling you now. Uh, that was another example of basically a cartoon having a sexual femme character that made you want to watch the movie oh dude the chick from hercules Come on. oh meg oh meg herc catch oh. you later herc oh dude like there was, was some hot. there was some and who did the voice for her someone someone doped it who cares who knows i don't care about love mulan was christina aguilera do you know that what yeah, the no. when will my reflection show? That that's Christina Aguilera, dude. Really? Shit, you not? L- I look it up. I, I would it would have given away if she was like, <laughs> like when she does that shit. I'm beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You can never unhear that. <laughs> but there's another example. Okay, let's be real. Christina okay. Aguilera sounds like if Nickelback was a chick. Also, happy International Women's Day. That just oh yeah, passed. by the way, <laughs> that just passed. So before we get into this, hug you, ladies. Uh, no, I, I called a lot of my. I called my mom and my sister and a couple of my homies, and we're like, "Yo, thanks for being strong women." And you're gonna yeah. chirp me for that, but <laughs> no, I'm not. I think that's very important. I think I, it is. I, I I think there's a fine line between, you know, misogyny, misogyny, <laughs> and, and comedy. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. But no, International Women's Day is a massive thing because... It's, Fuck yeah. It's, 
and do it like I, I just love i just love like the energy around it now especially with yeah. like the way the way that you know feminism is moving forward it's good shit i'm about it equality is key dude parts of it equality that's Equal- why no, equality is great equality is quality is phenomenal anyways just we're gonna leave, move away leave from dr this. seuss where it is <laughs> i swear to god please i swear wait what that's the new cancel culture they're trying to cancel dr seuss why were they i didn't I even know. know that who's had genders i didn't, I, I didn't know that I either didn't. okay whatever regardless yeah. I'm gonna loop this back to what we were talking about. <laughs> Sex Ooh, sells, dude. It does. Let's be real. And you know, you know, even women who like men and women will admit that women are better looking than men. If you tell me Lola Bunny's not hot as fuck, you're a liar. You're a liar. You're, you're a liar. And she's a cartoon. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, the, just in terms of body and like what is easier to look at, man versus woman. Like, a penis isn't attractive. Like, women are beautiful. That's just it. Beautiful. 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 Oh, my God. Not, not to everybody, but I just mean in terms of actual anatomy. There's some handsome fucking men out there. Oh, dude. Dude, I remember the first time I saw... And I have like, no problem real... calling a man no, handsome God, no, as absolutely, a straight man. Absolutely dude. not. I'm so comfortable with myself sexually. Like, if I'm like, dude, you look good today. I'm not oh, because yeah. I want to fuck you. It's because it's like... Are you telling me this whole time you haven't wanted to fuck me? No, not now. <laughs> I remember the first time, like growing up, like, sex sells. Sex sells. I'll take my clothes like, off uh, right now. Because you, you, you know, you're you're able to figure. You know, you're you're born with. It's not something you adapt. You don't adapt to your sexuality. You're, I believe that you're born with it, and it's something that you're with, and there's and that's perfectly However, okay. Yeah, yeah. But I, I I knew pretty early that I was into girls. Yeah. But I remember the first time so I did saw Elton like John. a super super handsome man. Where I was walking down the street, and I remember just kind of looking over and going, "That joke oh, could be on TV." Oh. Put together, smelled nice. I was like, he was in a suit. This is like, why you love yeah, suits. I do love suits. Lo- I love wearing suits. Love smelling good. Getting getting told that you smell good is probably the greatest compliment I've ever gotten in my life. Oh, oh my dude. god, you smell good. I'm just like, literally, oh, take me. Literally, I love it. And I I searched for a long time for that scent because like every dude gets fucking cologne from his mom or his aunt for Christmas. Yes, and it's like a little sampler pack, and they're like, yeah, pick your favorite one, and then you can get it. And like. You never know which one to pick because you can't feel it out. Yeah. So I'll tell you right now, my first scent that I picked was Stetson Black. And wow. they don't make it anymore. No. Which is a shame. So I switched to Swiss Army because that was a safe bet when I was in high yeah, school. Yeah. Swiss Army was good. Now. Remember the one million bar? Remember that? Ugh. What's that? Remember the one, remember the gold one million bar thing? Everybody oh, fucking had it. Honestly, all... I didn't like it. I, I, I didn't like it I either. liked the original better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. We, I, I stuck with Swiss, Ar- Swiss Army for a couple years there, and then I switched gears and started, like, exploring actual cologne. Which is tough. It's so fucking hard. Because, and they're, they're expensive oh. as fuck. Dude, I was going to I was gonna branch onto that. The market to get it, colognes. Why am I paying $800 for a, a bottle of Eau de Toilette? I don't even know what it smells like. <laughs> Dude, my one of my best friends, Manny, from college... That I went to school for. Shouts out Manny. Yeah, shouts out Manny Day, baby. But uh, he is a very successful YouTube guy. And all he does is review cologne. We'll get him on. We'll get him on. We're bringing you on, Manny. Manny! And, but seriously, he's incredible at it. And it's like hearing a, a wine connoisseur go on about what's in the wine. It's an oaky taste. We should get him on the show to do a wine review or a wine review. A cologne review? A cl- with us. And we'll each and pick see one. see what we can figure out. And we'll each pick yeah, one. Yeah. And he'll like bring that. one. 
I like that. Dude, that's a yeah. great idea. I'm down. I love when we have ideas on the show. Yeah, that's the best. That's the best part. And moving forward, that's that's all we're going to do now. We're just going to brainstorm live. Live. Live from the Studio 65. Well, two studios right now, technically. But, hey, it doesn't matter. I can feel it coming in the air tonight. Phil Collins didn't go that didn't have to go that hard on the Tarzan record. He did that Dude, for us. You know what I was recently introduced to that I didn't hate? Heroin? Justin Bieber. Oh. New Justin Bieber. And I, I know you're sitting there and you're like, I can't do it. And I thought I couldn't do it either. Cause I was no, like, I'm I have been I've been on the Bieber train for a long time. Kate, so that song is anyone is like, you are the only one I've ever loved. That fucking yep. song slaps. I went on a hike with Dunk. And he was singing it. Oh, no. On our way to the hike, he played it on the radio. He's like, He's yep. a phenomenal musician. That's what people don't take away Beebs? from. Beebs? Beebs fucking cranks, he dude. Is, he, dude, he plays every instrument. He does it really well. He does a lot of it on his own records. Yeah, he's his own dope music. as shit. He's fucking really good. Dope man. as shit. So, yes. yeah, I heard that song, and I was like, wow, that's amazing. So that became the joke of the weekend. I swear, that was last weekend. I've probably listened to that song 30 times since. Yeah. And I'm not ashamed. It's just a fucking banger, dude. Yeah. And it has a very Phil Collins-esque drum track to it. When you get about three quarters of the way through the song, it literally oh, has has it. like a... Yeah. And I was like, that's Phil Collins. And Duncan was like, wow, never deduced that, but it's very true. Deduced. Are you laughing at the word that I use, deduced? I... <laughs> Where what German thesaurus did you pull deduce out of? Deduce deduction, take oh. away from something. You're welcome, dude. Stop it. Welcome to the jungle, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Axel Rose. But in all seriousness, another thing that I've noticed about music as we continue forward on our life journey is that uh, not everyone's gonna like your fucking music, dude. So if I if I'm yeah. in my car and I'm playing my shit, I had a, a girlfriend in the past actually, who would always ask me to change it. And I'll be like, it's my car. I'm allowed to fucking listen to my music. That's a very sacred thing. If you get in my car, we're listening to my music well, unless I give you unless I'm like, to put your own music you, on. You can DJ. But I'm sorry. Yes. I, there there will be songs. I have a skip button on the back of my steering wheel, and I'll accidentally do it if I meant to change the volume. Oops. But I've never I've never been the dude in the group who's like, when you get to the party, they're like, yo, you got an ox cord? I have a couple of friends who literally fight over it. Yeah, no, I'm not the guy. And they go song for song, and they're like, yo, yeah, I'll get the next song, I'll get the next song. And like, yeah. I've, I've never been that dude either. However, if someone's like, yo, Neil, do you mind throwing some music on? All right, enough with the bells. It's getting super annoying. Like, I cannot stand it. And now, back to our feature presentation. I will put on a playlist and I'll be like, yeah, let's just let it go. I used to do it in the park all the time. And like, generally I got a good, like, you know, reception, reception, reaction. There it is. People re received it. But no, uh, yeah, I I've never had like a bad fucking like, yo, your music shit. I'm going to give you, I'm going to give everybody listening a PSA. Okay. That includes you, Bulgaria. Shouts out, Bulgaria. Shouts out, Bulgaria. If you're going to be the DJ guy, that's fine. Let the song finish. Don't halfway through the song, go. Hey, I'm getting. I'm gonna change it up. I'm gonna. Okay, we're just gonna uh, let this song play. I have friends that. Yeah, they take the ox. I have musical Good ADD. You. Good for you. We get a minute and a half into a song. We're you know we're vibing. Everybody's vibing. All of a sudden it's like, oh wait a minute. Listen to this though. But yeah, but we were listening to that. Put that back on. Yeah, use the cue. Don't. Yeah, don't let the song finish. 
And you know exactly who I'm talking about right now. You listening, <laughs> you know exactly who you are because we're going to talk about it. We, we talked about it off air. We're going to talk about it again. Let the song finish. I'll Let tell you right now. If I'm, if I'm rolling solo, dolo, in my car on my way to work, I will musically ADD it for sure. And if yeah, I, That's my call. What's that? I'm driving. Yeah, that's me. That's it's on just me. me. It's on me. That's on me. But like, yeah. if I'm showing somebody a song, you can't show them 30 seconds of a song, get stoked about another song, get stoked about... Like, don't get me wrong. I have fucking 3,000 plus liked songs on my Spotify. But I'm not going to sit here and try and show you the fucking highlight reel. Like, literally, I'm going to pick 5 to 10 and... I'm going to queue it up. That's it. And that's it. That's, what, gonna you, go. that's what you get. Yeah. I'm, I'm in total agreement with you there. 100% agreement with you there. So, the that's the thing that baffles me, though, is when... You're in a situation where people are like, people want to play their music, and they volunteer. They're essentially saying, you know, I'll uh, I'll take the reins on this one. But then they continue to abuse that power, even if no one else is receptive to the music. And that's one thing I learned yeah. as a DJ: is you need to play to the crowd. Doesn't matter if you love a song or not. If it's not hitting, it's not hitting. Okay, like you can play ABBA at a bar and it'll slap every time whereas if you play it at a house party and it's not hitting you yeah. change gears you play to the crowd so when you are taking yeah. that auxiliary cord that responsibility at the chill sesh to drive the vibe train you gotta realize that it's a one-way ticket starts and ends with you baby it starts and ends with you that train is either coming off the tracks or yeah. it's gonna be spitting fire tracks bam 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 <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, dude. But yeah, further to that, like <laughs> my my best friend Spencer, one of my best friends of all time, who is not an extra in Degrassi for the record. He called called me out of my shit because they called him an extra. So I apologize formally on the air for that. What, what was he? What was he? He was a main character. He had lines. He was on it for two seasons. He was arguably one of the most popular characters on Degrassi. So was he? Yeah, man. Let's he, get him on. I want to talk to him about it. Okay, we'll get him on. Well, maybe. I think I've offended him. But anyways. Oh, get over it. You see, actors, some of them are fucking pussies. Get over it. <laughs> no, man. Two seasons of Grassy. Sorry your music career didn't take off. Drake, get in the studio. Let's talk about oh it. Oh, my God. Shut up. So <laughs> anyways, Spencer is a DJ by trade now. And he's the reason I started DJing. Yeah, I didn't know he was are a you DJ. dick? That makes it, that You're makes a fucking it more dick. Funny. That makes it way more funny. Doesn't make me a dick. It makes me real. Makes me real. That's bro. so the funny. Sorry, your music didn't take off. Spencer, put your, some of your music. I bet you it's great. <laughs> it is great. But uh, I'm telling you right now, Spenny DJs full time as his career, and some of the gigs are just background music at dinner restaurants and things like that. So people depend on him for the background music. And if something isn't hitting, he's got to switch it up. You know what I mean? He, he plays in like hotel lobbies and stuff too. Like some of the some of the gigs you wouldn't even believe. Yo, exist. what's up, Holiday Inn? Let's get this vibe popping. No, no, not that kind of DJ, dude. We at the hotel. Hotel Holiday Inn. Let me hear you. There's like one little girl dancing. Yeah. Me and Spenny actually played a gig at Boathouse once on the Canada Day weekend. Like the store. Yeah, so it's like a surf shop. It's similar to like, oh, what's that one? It's a surf shop that's nowhere near water. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, it's it's basically they carry all the 
all the surf gear. Quicksilver, O'Neill, yeah, Billabong, that, that Volcom, yeah. those guys. So the yeah, dope yeah, yeah. skater surf kind of trend. No miss back in the day. If you want to get, no a, if you want to get a like a beanie, like yeah, a light, straight up, go there. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's like Zoomies. Nixon watches. It's Zoomies minus the weed. Yeah, Zoomies is the skate shop. Boathouse is the surf shop. It's just like Boathouse. They sell the same Bo- shit. Boathouse didn't smoke pot. Is basically what it came down to. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, Spenny and I played a gig at Boathouse on Canada Day weekend, and we had noise constraints from the neighboring store, so security was over, be like, it's too loud, you gotta turn it down. Uh, and we couldn't play dirty versions of songs, but the, the staff who were working at Boathouse were all, like, were all younger, adolescent, you know, like, damn it! I'm so bad at it. I know, it's hard. It's really hard. Either way, they were in an age demographic between, I don't know, 16 and probably 30. So they wanted to hear the dingers, like the home runs. Oh, God, no tight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So we would have to, like, mix in the odd, like, damn it, the odd song that would follow the vibe of Boathouse Surf, but also be family-friendly. <laughs> Difficult. Very, very difficult. And playing to a crowd in a store who is not there for the music sounds easy. It's not. No, it's not. It's not. That would be horrible. Oh, dude. Almost as bad as like playing in like a hotel lobby, you know? <laughs> Stop chirping. I thought you want them on the show, dude. I do. Come in and talk to me about it. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I, I would it. love that. I think that'd be great. I think it'd be great, too. I think it'd be great. Spencer, how are you? Talk to me. Talk also, to I, me, man. He, he is a resident at a bar and bistro that changes into a nightclub after a certain hour. And we went in for his one of his what's first up, yo, gigs what's there. Spencer, free, ladies drink free <laughs> till 11 o'clock. I love that line. Go on. Sorry. Anyways. Like. Critical. Critical. This is what we're talking about. You're being critical. So, at this bistro, pub, gastro, whatever you want to call it, I went with Spencer to his, I think it wasn't his first gig, but it was sometime at the beginning of this escapade. And the owner came out and he gave me and Spencer food. It was awesome. And the food was actually really good, which helps. Uh, Beyond that... I got way too drunk that night, way too drunk, like falling asleep behind the DJ table on the table drunk. And the owner didn't kick me out or anything. He was like, you know, he's not hurting anyone. He's just back there sleeping. <laughs> so, Anyways, embarrassing, super embarrassing. But I, I just wanted to say that eating, eating in restaurants that your best friend is DJing at, ideal. And the food always tastes better. Yeah. Okay. All right. I don't know. You ever been to a restaurant with shit music? It just pisses you off. Yeah, I'm. Not, but I'm not one usually. I don't like even if the food. Like I'm not a restaurant complainer. If the if the food sucks, if the music sucks, I just live with it. Really? Like I don't. Oh yeah. You don't. You don't complain if your food shit. No. Ever. No. Something comes out cold. Yeah. No. I. You eat order it. a steak rare and it comes out well done. No, I just eat it. Yeah. Damn. So I used to work in a kitchen. And it's going I'm through high school. I'm not trying to be rude. <laughs> um, so I used to work in a kitchen, and I was I just I did like the salads and wash the dishes. That's what I did, mm-hmm. right? Like it was everybody's high school job. Like, oh my god, it was, it was like it's 15. tough. Oh my, I said it there. It's tough. 
Dude, I said it 14 times. Don't worry about it. <sighs> I know what you well, mean. We will get better at this. We will listeners. get better. We promise. But there were times where, you know, people would send. <laughs> I can see you thinking harder because your eyes are open. I know. Water. I know. Would send them the food back and they would say, you know, well, they didn't, you know, they didn't enjoy it. And I'd be like, <laughs> you even avoided the word like and then said like right after. <laughs> they didn't Sorry, enjoy okay. it. And I'm I, being critical. I just kind of. <laughs> and it made me feel really bad. Because I was just trying to the whole entire time. What I'm trying to do is it's have you build happiness, build happiness. But in, Via I want your you to buds. enjoy the experience, right? And I just felt like when when people would send food back, you're allowed and, to like, feel like and something com- and complain. I always felt really shitty. Did you feel attacked? Yeah, like a part of me wanted to go out there and beat the fuck out of these people. <laughs> it's like, like when Gordon Ramsay goes to a fucking kitchen nightmare. It's called okay. I don't enjoy it. All right. Okay. Crab cakes. Rancid. Okay. So if something comes out to my plate now, I mean, if it's, if I, if I order the steak rare and it comes out and it's frozen solid, like they just took it out of the freezer, I'm going to be like, I'm going to say, Hey guys, you got to put on the grill first, you know? But if I order like a burger without pickles and pickles are on the burger, I'm just going to take them off the burger. Agreed. You know I'm, I'm I mean? with you on that, 100%. But there's some people that are like, I ordered this without pickles. Oh, dude. And listening to those people, like if you're at the table in front or behind them. And I'm them, telling you right now, if you say shit like shit, stuff like that. No, I tried to, I just, to say shit. Oh, God. <laughs> if you say things you're allowed to that say are things along like the that. lines of that. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And you, This is the best challenge I've go, ever given you. Hey. I asked for my burger without pickles. The waiter's gonna go. I'm I'm so sorry. I'm so Always. Sorry. We're gonna we're gonna take this back for you. They would take it back to me, and, and I would put take the pickles off, <laughs> not change a single thing, and send it back out to you. New burger. Poof. Oh oh hey, oh, we we made a new burger for you. Here it is. It's fresh. It's fresh. Still warm. <laughs> when I wouldn't do nothing about it. So instead of complaining about it and being just, a wiener, like. Solve your own goddamn problem. Absolutely. Like, These the guys fuck? are not making minimum wage. They're working for tips, yada, yada, yada. I And again, tipping is another, th- another thing. But don't be a dickhead for the sake of being a dickhead, especially at a restaurant. Because these people, like, this isn't their dream. Oh, I couldn't wait to be a waiter. No, that's not their dream. That job sucks. It's it's not a great job. It and you, sucks. You sit there and get walked on by douchebags all Absolutely. goddamn day. Absolutely. Oh, and, I'm pay, I'm paying for the food. I understand you're paying for the food. And there's a level of and there's and a level paying for me to be here. Absolutely. And there's a level <laughs> there's a level to it where, hey, no, you're right. You are paying for the service, and the service is not up to code at all. Like this isn't anywhere near close to what you're paying for. So I I understand that stuff. But if like yeah, I asked for I asked for curly fries and these fries are straight. Shut the fuck, just eat it, eat it. It's a fucking fry. Eat it. Sorry, like it, uh, these things happen. You know how fast paced a kitchen is? No, you probably oh, don't, Karen. Like, let's think about how many it. tables there are in a restaurant. Oh, generally, dude, it's so frustrating. And I was in the back. I, I feel bad before. right now for restaurants that are gonna have to bounce back from COVID because they're used to ten patrons at a time versus thirty four to thirty six. Yeah, they're going back to even, being full capacity is gonna even, be ridiculous. Even as like a serving staff. As a waiter or a waitress or a bartender or whatever the fuck you want to call yourself. Kitchens are going to feel crowded. Floors are going to feel crowded. Oh, my God. And imagine going from having three tables to 13. It's going to be tough. And I will be real with you, man. Most of the time, the food is not the selling factor for me. It is the service. And I get that people are people. 
and they have shit days. I don't want to. Some wash people the have bad days. Yeah. Literally, there will be points where a waitress or a waiter will come over and they're stressed out as fuck. Hey, can I get you anything? And I'll be like, Hey, how are you? I'm fine. Oh, take your time. Take five seconds. Unplug. Okay, like I, I see it in your face. Absolutely. I'm gonna be an easy table for you. And it's yeah, I that's for me is a goal. Every time I want to be the easy table. That's I want to be. I don't want to be your problem. Bring the food when it's ready to go. And if you have a second, if my drink's taking 10 minutes, I'll go to the bar and I'll ask if I can get it because you're busy. And when you come back and you're like, oh shit, I'm not because you're doing a bad job. It's you're overwhelmed. Literally take this off your plate for you. I see. I see that you have 14 other tables and Karen over there is bitching about her Caesar salad bacon bits being processed. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, I totally, I try to be the, the easy table as well. I think that's that's kind of yeah not being a shit guy and but most yeah i don't go to restaurants for the food i go to restaurants because i don't want to clean up after right i hate cleaning <laughs> I, I i do it but i absolutely can't can stand it but see i'm not a cleaner i'm a i i, I tidy i'll tidy oh i won't do it there's because there's different types of clean oh i know i'm i'll talk all about it after i am a <laughs> i'm a tidier I'll, I'll brush things up. I'll put. I'll stack, restack the books. Yep. I'll, I'll, I'll put everything nicely away. When was the last time you dusted something? Oh. <laughs> dusted a small, a, a small win. <laughs> a small win for me as an adult. And and, and people listening, you'll either get this because you've had it or, or it's coming. But there's gonna be a point where you're where you get to the decision of we get a Swiffer, and you get the Swiffer duster, and you're like. God, it's just like the commercials. This is fucking cool. And you want to clean everything. Uh, it happens once, but yeah. yes. Oh, yeah, because then you realize, like, oh, the dusting fucking sucks. And it does suck. Because <laughs> you got to move everything and move, move it back. You have to move everything, put it back, and, uh, and you don't re- you didn't realize that your your desk was actually this color because the mouse pad hasn't moved in six years. It's like, oh, wow, it used to be brown? <laughs> hmm, this is interesting. Wow. But, wow, wow. But yeah, I'm a tidier. I'm not a deep cleaner. I'm a fucking deep cleaner. You are. You're. I've seen it. And when I start, rubber I cannot gloves. stop. Yeah, no, no, I don't rubber glove it. I want to feel what I'm cleaning. And I want to feel the ground I, between my toes. No, it's fucked up because uh, even if I just intend to do a tidy. So uh, let's say Matthew has a guest coming over. Hypothetical. This is COVID. He doesn't have guests coming over. But if he were to have a guest coming over and I had dishes... I will do the dishes and then I'll realize that the counters need wiped down. So I'll do the counters and then the kitchen table has stuff on it. So I'll move that stuff. But the kitchen's right beside the living room and the living room's not clean. So I'll hit the living room, but then there's dust on my record player. So I'll dust that off. But since I have the microfiber cloth already, I might as well dust everything else. And it becomes a fucking ordeal, man. It is like, it goes from a 10 minute task to an hour and a half. But I'm I'm not gonna. But lie. I enjoy it. There is some gratification to when it's like a clean workspace. I find, especially when I clean the kitchen, because I hate doing dishes. Because everyone I, does. I just I don't. Who like the it. fuck likes doing dishes? I know. But Bulgarians. When I Bulgarians, they love dishes. <laughs> when I finish doing the dishes and I look over, I'm like, oh, just, I'll give the stove top a little wipe, and mm. then a clean kitchen to me is like this. This is ecstasy. And it lasts for four hours. Oh. <laughs> even I, I, It gets to a point where yeah. you clean it every fucking day, and you're like, why do I even use this room? I don't yeah. even want to use it anymore. And that's why you go to restaurants. That's exactly why you go to restaurants. A hundred percent. Because I love my clean kitchen sink without yeah. shitting it. Yeah. Sorry, but I'm not. 
Yeah. But then when it comes to my bedroom, don't give a fuck. I want to clothes on the floor, so like bad. oh yeah, yeah. Even even clean clothes. I get to the point where I pull clothes out of the dryer and just dump them on my bedroom floor so that they're out of the dryer and out of Matt's way because that is a common area. But in my area, anything goes. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you haven't been in the studio in a while. There are like our couch is just covered in clothes I'm supposed to hang. Ye- yeah, I know. I can't really see them behind you, but yeah, you don't want to. Don't okay. worry about it. I'll take your word. Yeah. No, it's super clean in here. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's great, Neil. I can't wait for you to come back. I dusted yesterday. <laughs> oh, dude. I'll tell you right now, though. I didn't appreciate how much my mother used to clean. Like, you don't realize how often... Moms are great. Often moms clean until you leave. Yeah. <laughs> and then every time they come to see you at your new house, they clean. When you're moving out of somewhere, they clean. Yeah. It's like programmed moving on in your own was a cool experience like moving out with people that aren't your parents are interesting because you really don't understand the stuff that your parents do for you until you're gone exactly and then you're like oh i guess i have to i guess i have to do the laundry shit oh last time i cleaned an oven never yeah like literally like oh um i guess i have to do this i actually ran a clean cycle on my oven in one of my previous apartments with uh my ex-girlfriend and we had a cat and I didn't in realize not in the oven. Oh, sorry. oh my god! But we had a cat, and I didn't realize how toxic clean cycles are on ovens. Oh yeah, so apparently. it was like two hours in, too hot to open the door or cancel it, and I start smelling this fucking fume. So I'm googling. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" You know? It's like, "Yep, make sure your animals are safely away from your cleaning oven in your house with windows open and a fan on." So my windows were minimal, Toronto apartment. My exhaust fan was not that great. And the the apartment was not large. So like the whole floor smelled like this. I'm running around with my cat under my arm like, where do I fucking take him? How do I make him safe? So I had to make like a little bubble for him near the window in the bedroom. <laughs> Just like placed him in a curtain like it was cupped by some uh, good stuff. Yeah. Cleaning an oven though. Have you ever cleaned an oven? Um, I'm learning that vinegar and water cleans everything. By the way, yeah. So does bleach. By the way, bleach. Oh, your, I mean, you can put that in a microwave. Appliances. You can put vinegar and water and little cups in a microwave and run it for five minutes, and you open it, and your microwave spotless. Really? Vinegar and water in pots or in some sort of oven bakeable tray. Yeah. In your oven, uh, oven's fucking clean. I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna tell you something that I've I've recently come to fruition, or has recently come to fruition. Nice. There it is. Yep. Expensive pots and pans oh. are expensive for a reason. Life changers. And they will change your life. Yes, sir. Because you will go through this entire rigmarole of having shitty Great word. pans and everything in your... Because you, when you first move out, that's what you... you People just give you pots and pans. Yeah. You, these are the stuff that we've had in our storage for 40 fucking years. Take this cutlery. Take this, these plates. Take this. And you go, oh, great. And you don't think that you... like. And, and this is what you use to cook with for years. Yep. Um, and we recently invested in like an expensive, expensive uh, pots set. Nice. Um, the Heritage Rock set. Ooh. Yes. Of course, I know exactly what that is. Yeah, well. I have no idea. So. <laughs> You're married. We used okay. it. We <laughs> used it. And it was like, it was almost orgasmic. <laughs> Ecstasy. Because you use it, and then you go over, you put it in the sink, and you just, because... You know, Oh, we're going to have to soak it, I bet you. Nope, one quick wipe. Oh, my God. Get the soap back in it. Wipe it up. Dry it. In the, and we were, oh. in the pan. Oh. 
That took five fucking... Oh, it is ecstasy. Game changer. The, I love the little adult things. Oh, dude, there's that so get many. You excited. There's so many. You you hit a point where you're like, when did this start becoming? Do you remember going to kitchen stores like those places where you buy appliances? Yeah, like you cookware. See them outlet, cookware stores. Going there as a kid, you're like, this is a fucking world. Like, I don't want to go you're, here. You're, I don't you're looking care at about like, linens. You're looking at the weird now? shit. Yeah. Oh my! Are you telling me I can cook eggs in this like egg McMuffins? Oh my! And we can get our <laughs> towels here. Now I, I get like a I get like a fucking hard on, dude. I look at knife sets. I'm just like, oh, oh yeah, my god, like dude, Japanese steel. Invest in a good knife set. Good knife set. Good knife set. Get knights. Get a set of knights. Get them put them by the front door. Aye, my liege. Aye, my liege. This pot is filthy, my lord. No. <laughs> um, but get your like. Oh, there's some shit that's just worth investing in, and that's yes. the thing I didn't realize that. So you know, you move you move into your first place. Your mom gives you the pots. Okay. You move into your second place. One of those pots gets left behind. Third place, you, you need pots it. and pans. You're like, Mom, you have any pots and pans? She's like, you realize they gave you a $600 fucking pan at your first place, right? It's like, uh, and you're like, Ugh. Yeah, not that one. I still have that one. <laughs> of course I, mean, I, I have that one. Ridiculous. But, but learn, the big big adult value is learn when to invest your money into things. And what is worth investing yes, in. Yes, your kitchen like, stuff that dude, you use every day to cook you your food. Exactly. Invest in stuff exactly. that's good there. You don't need an 85-inch TV right away, Jared. You, you do need, not. You, you need to get yourself a small TV to get started. You want you want to make it seem bigger? Sit fucking closer. That's okay? it. Okay? That's it. Don't invest in that Talk shit. that shit. Invest in stuff that's good. Get a good washer and dryer. If you have to buy your own washer and dryer, invest in a good washer and dryer. Yep. And also, learn how to wash clothes because it isn't putting it in running a normal cycle so i nope. can talk on this because i used to sell them that you may have been like well this is how my mom washed clothes and this is how my grand that's great they could have been washing clothes completely read fucking the wrong. tag dude read the tag one but most washers and dryers that will tell you hey if you got like five fuck if you got a sock and four pieces of underwear in here put the on put the soil level on light Quick, blah, 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 and it will tell you how to wash your clothes. I just can't get my whites to be whiter. Well, do this, do this, do this, do this. It does not just throwing a cup load of bleach in there. Learn how to wash your clothes. Invest in these imply in these appliances because you're you have no idea how much time and it's gonna save you than buying junk shit. No, you don't That's need a it. fucking new Xbox. And you need a fridge. You can cut the corners. Don't get me wrong. If you're like, I'm not in a position to spend X on this appliance. Just, just research. Keep, keep in mind. Well, find something One. used. Yeah, yeah. Find something used. Do some research, or just keep in mind that that extra hundred, two hundred bucks is an extra two, three years. And learn how to fix things. Okay, fixing things is not as easy as you would think, and that's that's the thing I've come to realize as a man, and especially now living with Matt, who is extremely handy. Guy builds builds houses. Yeah, okay? that guy's insane. So. When he asked me five years ago, hey, do you want to help me finish the basement? I was like, absolutely. I can, I can fucking drywall. No problem. Had I ever drywalled before? One time. Did I do the drywalling? No, watch my stepdad do it. So I get down there. He's like, okay, lug some sheets. So I lug the sheet over to the spot. Okay, frames are approximately, what, 16 inches apart? He's like, no, they're not 16 inches now. He's like, no. He's like, well, how far are they? He's like, what do you mean? I thought you've done this before. He's like, oh, fuck how handy are you really yeah and it takes a while to get there and you need to be willing to say you don't know how to do shit a lot of people don't want to fucking admit that's that. the hardest thing is admitting that you have no idea what you're doing that's just it like it's like i can hang shelves kind of i don't know i'm gonna be honest with you 
I have zero idea, like, the right anchors to use for this type of draw. I have zero idea. I hope the stuff... I mean, I've had nothing fall off the walls yet. Yeah. Yeah, knock on wood. <laughs> yet. But... I, I, am I doing it properly? Probably fucking not. I have zero idea really what Let's I'm doing. Let's be real. They make it pretty much dummy proof. You just have to understand how shit is built. And then there's these things called stud finders. And what a stud is, is it's a part of the wall that holds up the wall. Right. And you're not a man if you don't take the stud finder and hold it to yourself and go, oh, found one. Oh, found one. <laughs> no, you're a father if you do that. You are a dad. But I'll dad. 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 But I'll tell you right now. Stud finder, key. Wall anchors, not as complicated as you think. Get yourself a good ratchet set. Another thing to invest oh, in. Get yourself have a you ever bought a tape measure? Yeah. I actually just bought my... I got a hand-me-down in a shitty toolbox from my dad a long time ago. And I opened that toolbox the other day and I was like, wow, these tools are Suck. not tools. <laughs> yeah, there's like a fucking... Uh, what are they called? The the applicators for like fucking caulking. There's one of those in there. I was like, <laughs> okay. Everybody gets everybody gets an old set of tools. Like I, I I could take you to the if next time you're over. I'll take you to the storage facility in my yeah. back in my back of my apartment. And I just have a laundry basket full of old tools. My dad was like, yeah, you could use these one yeah. day. One There's day. a jigsaw in there. Never jigged anything in my life. Oh my god! But hey, it, it will come in handy. Well, here's the thing, and this is what I've I've come to learn. Okay, get yourself. A, ta- a good tape measure. A good tape. Get yourself a good drill. A good cordless drill. Yep. And a that's good, it. Because, that's all you need. And, and a good set of screwdrivers. That's it. You don't need a shit ton. Don't need a massive I'll set. I'll use the drill. But get a ratchet set. A good ratchet set. Yep. And then you're good to go. Pretty much. Because if you don't know... If, first of all, if you don't already I'm have a, these tools... I'm not a carpenter. If you, already, if you don't already have these tools plus more, you don't know what you're doing. You may think you know what you're doing, but you don't know what you're doing. Have that stuff to... Hang pictures. Have that stuff to, you know, hang shelves. To, you know, fucking whatever. whatever. Hang, hang your blinds, TV on the wall. Hang TVs on the wall. Hang yourself. Do that shit all day, Johnny. <laughs> we can't do that with a cordless drill. <laughs> hey yo. Um, but if also, but don't be afraid to admit that you don't know what you're doing because then you can learn how to do it. That's just it, though. And then you could look like an awesome person people, in front of your children. People are such wieners about. Not knowing things. I used to be that guy. I used Me to be like, too. I can fix it. Exactly. And then you show up, and when you don't know how to fix it, you feel like a wiener. Yeah, and then you feel like a bigger idiot. That's because idiot. you are a wiener. Then just being like, I don't, I don't know how to do it, but I will definitely come and fucking learn how to do it. And there's a nobility in being able to say, hey, I don't know how to do this. And that's the thing. In, in job interviews, they ask you, this goes wrong. You don't know how to do it. What What's your first response? And everyone sits there, and they're like, oh, well, you know, I try and figure it out. I'm like, I'm asking the fucking manager. Why would I waste company's time? Of me trying to troubleshoot this to potentially make I feel like you interview work. well. Oh, buddy, I do. I feel like you interview really well. I do. I do, and I dress up proper. Proper like a doctor playing soccer. I dress up. I dress to what I think the job <laughs> details. No, like tuxedo. Sh- every fucking interview. <laughs> <laughs> I No, like if I'm showing up to like a service company, like I'm in a polo shirt, but I'm in jeans and steel toes. What's the uh, one thing that you would put on your resume? Just out of nowhere. Like, a skill you have that not other people possess. That I have? Yeah. Uh, And it has to be, like, a transferable skill that you'll be able to sell. Oh, God. I'm trying to think of my resume. (laughs) I haven't done one in forever. Yeah, I I recently redid mine. Hopefully no one from work listens to this. (laughs) But I recently redid mine. Should always update it, just in case. Oh, yeah. Always. Always, always. My mother taught me that. But uh, I I was going to say, I think on mine... I would put party mom 
because I take care of shit even if I'm partying. Like every friend group needs a party mom slash somebody who can talk to the cops. You fucking you ask any of the boys, okay? I the, I will tell you. Right, ask me right now, literally. Yeah, you are. I clean up my friend's puke. I am that dude. I have no problem yeah. doing it. I might not enjoy it, but goddamn. And I, I'll be that guy who wakes you up at three a.m. and asks, "Do you need some water?" You've taken care of me many a fucking nights. Hundred percent. Yeah. Didn't have to hold your hair. Puke no. beside you too. That one night, yeah, that was yeah. Good times. Good times. Uh, but yeah. I, I definitely would say that that is transferable in the workplace because in times of turmoil, I will overcome and ensure that not only I am succeeding, but everybody is set up for success. Look at that fucking. Oh, my God. You're hired. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. I don't. I don't. Here's the thing. I don't know if I interview great. I think I think my especially with the industry that I'm in, your experience and your qualifications are two very different things. Your experience within it, like what I do, experiences a lot, right? But I don't think that I interview super well at all. Like I'm not, I'm not. See, I can't be like, oh, I'm the party mom, because I'm the friend at the function that I'm the. Fuck, where did Zach go? Oh <laughs> shit, where'd he go? And I'm not doing anything bad. Just, I'm just, I just wander off. I'm just going to look at stuff. No, you're stealing. <laughs> <laughs> you're I'm robbing you. this place. <laughs> Have you ever actually stole something? I stole a pack of gum once. How do you I felt feel? Horrible. Yeah. I was, I was, I think I was 15, and I, I forget what store it was. I'm Probably a like giant tiger it. or something. Something oh, like that. I mean, but I alpaca I backed up. <laughs> I backed up to the gum thing, mm. and I was, I didn't even really mean to do it, and I was just kind of like fiddling around because like, I'm just my, that's how my brain is, and then I just. <laughs> And the spur of a moment, I just grabbed it, I put it in my pocket, and I left. And then I was like, as I got outside, I kind of went, I did that. I just, I'm a, I am a rebel. I am a I criminal. Am, I am a criminal. Shout out crime. Shout out, shout out crime. I am, <laughs> I, I, I want to do crime. <laughs> Literally, dude. Have you ever stolen anything? Yeah. Yeah. I was a fucking delinquent. Looking back on my life. Well, we hung around the same crowd, and there was... A group of maybe three or four of you that were kind of, hey, what are you guys doing? <laughs> yeah. So uh, it started off as like convenience stores, like convenience stores right in front of the cash, all of the candy. And then right eventually there. we moved up to banks. And now we're doing <laughs> international jobs and we are the we are the inspiration for the Fast and Furious movies. <laughs> we're <laughs> a family. I'm Vin Diesel. <laughs> no, I'm telling Diesel. I'm telling you right now. So it started off as like damn it, the like started off as the cashier in a convenience store has candy on display right in front of them over the counter. Yeah. Countertop, candy, 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 candy. So Somebody would buy. <laughs> somebody would buy something. Lottery tickets, candy. Da 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 da. Take a penny, leave a penny. Lighters, candy, then. candy, candy. <laughs> but I'm telling you, so someone would purchase something, and below the counter level where the staff member cannot see while they are processing said transaction, starburst in the pocket. So it's like, it was fucking bad, and I know it was bad, but I was goddamn good at it. <laughs> No comment. Um, <laughs> I will not. It started not as that, and I, I, I will. I will tell you right now. I have <laughs> received a lifetime ban from Sears 
I cannot go into any I think, Sears I think stores. Canada gave Sears a lifetime ban. As they well, did after. They luckily, <laughs> they don't exist. Anymore, luckily, sure. yeah, that I got in trouble in college, but that was because I was covering for somebody who had never stolen before and then stole and got caught. I'm also not a narc. I'm not a snitch. I will take it to the grave. I feel like I'm becoming more of a felon with every episode. <laughs> well, I feel like we're both kind of incriminating ourselves a little bit here. The last episode Fuck of the Updown is going to be us getting uh, us getting in court. We're going to we're, we're going to record us in court. It's going to be like, so you guys. I'm sorry I stole that Starburst. 12 I'm really years sorry ago. I took that pack of Trident twelve years ago. <laughs> but yeah, I I did I I did feel awful when I did it though. I oh, can't dude. remember if I ever stole anything else. Oh yeah, I talked about you when stole I stole my heart. Oh wait a minute. Oh, stop it. Babe, I, I, I think I think we've talked about this briefly on an earlier episode, but that's a lie. I just remembered it. I stole a picture from TGI Fridays. Oh no, I stole that jersey. <laughs> the one behind which, you. Which which jersey? Uh, <laughs> uh, Great story. You guys jersey? should go back and listen to that. That's the St. Patrick St. Patrick's Day is coming. It is. Oh my god. And so is our one year anniversary. It might have even passed. We no, might have been doing this June for a year 20th. already. Is that our one year anniversary? I can't believe you I can't believe you forgot. Oh, sorry. <sighs> it's okay. Um, but yeah, dude, it, it is coming up. It is coming up very soon, which is really exciting for us because since day one, we have grown exponentially. Yes, it, a, a massively amount. Yeah, and there, there's massively actually That's not there's almost a formula to it, and it's funny because that formula was deduced from something you said in the very first episode. Was it? Mm-hmm. What was it? You? No, I can't do it. You got to do it. I don't remember what I said. It's, it's this is the outro. This is when you're supposed to do the friend thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, because here's the thing. Oh, you, you can't just pick it up. <laughs> okay, hold on. Before we do this, before we do this, since we're coming up on the one year, did you ever think that having a podcast would be like this? Me? Yeah. Um, because I know we we have our experience. Okay, me and you recorded what. We and did record that. I've been on, and I've been on. I've done podcasts forever now. Um, I, you know, I start. I've started projects. I've ended projects. Um, ended lives. Yeah. Um, careers. Possums. <sighs> Never kicked a possum in the face. Definitely on the bucket <laughs> list, though. Um, but my thing with with podcasts, especially when, my, when I started, when I, when we got together to do this, um, was I needed to find the right fit. Right, because I knew because I've wanted to do this forever. Before podcasts were even a huge thing, I've wanted to do this. Oh, I've dude. wanted to do this for years. Yes, like it's, we're, I'm going on. I'm going on ten years of wanting to make this a thing. 2014 is the first time we sat and recorded. Yeah, literally, and and before that, I was I was on I was doing the other podcasts and everything like that. And I, I've known this is what I've wanted and what you know I, I needed the right person and the right fit. And and the issue you find a lot of the times is you know everybody and their buddies like oh, we should do a podcast we're hilarious that's not what it's about not at all the idea is not to be you know people would listen to it no one gives a fuck about your ideas Chad no one cares <laughs> we're we're this is a movement this is the start of a movement of a not a revolution but immediate or immediate takeover this is just the start of something much larger to come and 100%. And, and, the, and these things are going to happen and the biggest way for stuff like that to move and, and to progress forward, especially with your podcasts, is is to just talk to people. That oh yeah, well done. Go on, talk to people. Talk That's to the people. big thing, man. Like kind of like what we do here. It's, it's it's just talking. Correct. But the way that we have evolved, and you know, taking it from this this little brainchild of yours that you sold to me in my living room over a year ago before COVID. Yeah was it would have been earlier than june we probably missed it 
No, I think the first meeting, like when I when I messaged you, this May like, was, was no was March. Really, last March. It's been a year that it's been a year that we. <laughs> so who's the shitty couple now? Well, I think it's been. I don't know if it's. It hasn't been a year since our first episode released, but it's definitely been a year since we started this. The idea. Um, right. And within when that you year, pitched it to me in Matt's living room. Yeah, and within that year, we've grown into twenty-seven different countries around the world. Thirty-two now. Thirty-two now. Sorry, around the world. Um, we're well over a thousand downloads. Uh, oh, just over f- almost seventeen hundred. Yeah, we're over fifteen now. Yeah, uh, seventeen hundred total downloads. Um, we have respond. We have reviews. We have active people messaging us. Yeah, I mean it's 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 a massive thing, and to see it take this light is is almost emotional for me because I've been wanting this for so long, and and to, to finally feel like I've like the the right decision was to to explain it to you and and bring you on and and you've taken you've taken it under your wing and ownership you made it, and ownership of it and and here we are today and it's only gonna it's only gonna go up from here that's just it and when it comes to actually sitting down and deciding if you want to do a podcast or not i've had this conversation with a couple of people mm-hmm. um a couple of people who've reached out because of this show right here yeah and being like hey you guys have this down what is it that you do to produce your content how do you go about making your thumbnails blah 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 all that stuff it shouldn't be about the content and don't get me wrong i want yeah. our content to be riveting and i want people to to be able to relate and listen and laugh and all that shit but at the end of the day me and zach do this because we love it absolutely there's nothing i i can't picture the rest of my life zach doing and i anything sorry yeah terrible grammar whatever well that's just it this, the, go- I can't the goal is doing anything else the goal is to end up in our ivory towers with these fucking microphones in front of our faces. This is, and, and I, I have no doubt in my mind that we're going to eventually do this full time and go forward with it. And, You've and, been and saying that since day one. It's, and I believe you more every day. I, I just, I, I know that we're going to get there and, and it helps with everybody listening and that helps with everybody talking and talking about the show and, and tweeting and Instagramming and everything about it. And, 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 and you know, I, I, all I can ever ask anybody to do is just, is just, Talk like word of mouth. Just talk about us. It's this. It's the. It's what I've been saying this entire time. Is just talk to people. Talk to your friends. Tell them. Tell them to tell two more about the show. And from there, we're gonna grow. And and we're happy that you're a part of the family. And and we we can't wait to to be everyone's to second be everyone's favorite second podcast. favorite podcast. And <laughs> and to be in your household and, and grow with you. I'm already I, in your house. Yeah. I, I I'm I'm. I couldn't be more excited for the way that the show's going and the vision that we've shaped and that we're going to be a part of your families for the next 150 million years. And I'm just excited that you and your friends and the people that you've told are, are listening and, and we hear you and we're and we're so excited that you're along with us and we love you. Shout out, Bulgaria. Shout the fuck out, Bulgaria. I love you. You crying? A little. Love you guys. I love you guys. <laughs>